This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. We've got some celebrity gossip here, and I'm not going to lie. This uh, this one concerned me when I saw the headline. Did Chris Hemsworth, who is my man crush, and his wife abuse their son on his birthday? Uh-oh. Yeah, child abuse allegations for Thor? Don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, their twin sons turned nine recently, Chris Hemsworth posted a picture from the birthday party and it showed his wife Elsa shoving one of the kids' faces into the birthday cake (laughs) while everyone else laughed. Commenters called it violent, unfunny, and said it was abuse. Okay. They can relax. But I do agree it's dumb. I hate that. You don't like the cake in the face? When did this start? It seems like in the last (laughs) five years I've been seeing it, and every time somebody's face gets pushed in, I get very upset about the at the person who pushed it in. It's so stupid because it ruins the cake, and then the birthday boy or girl gets cake all over their face. I, I, it's their birthday. Yeah. Well, it happens at weddings too, right? Where the bride and groom sometimes it'll get very heated. Oh the yeah. The bride and groom shoving cake in each other's faces to the point where you think the wedding could the marriage could be over before it even gets off the ground. Yeah. Well, what it is, it's a a peek behind the curtain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of what's really going on in that relationship. You put a little icing on the nose. That's fun. Boop. You yeah, know, sure. you're going to be okay. But if you just shove that cake into into the up the nostrils and you know into yeah. the mouth. That's Plus, you could get a, a molten wax candle in the eye if you're not careful. <laughs> I li- I do like the uh, the candle that won't blow out. You know, or like that a practical gag joke is okay like that. With you? I have a question though because you said uh, Chris Hemsworth was your man crush. Yeah. I thought I thought uh, Hugh Jackman was your man crush. Got a little old. <laughs> Leo, I, I had to I had to move on to wow. a younger model, but I do have a type, jacked Australian beefcakes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you wouldn't a, mind my face getting shoved into that beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have a crush on them, or do you have a crush on Wolverine and Thor? And they're the closest thing to. I them. wouldn't say I have a crush. I'd say I wish I was them. Like that's if, your definition if, of man if crush. I, I would love to look. Like and have the abilities of Chris Hemsworth. Sure. Like the athleticism. I'm yeah. jealous of him, basically. Yeah, yeah, he's a big boy. Who would your man crush be? The person I would like to be? Oh, man. Uh, who are all, the, who is my fiance into? <laughs> You're doing it for her? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's so yeah. nice. So I'll throw her a bone. I'll be Chris Evans. I'm sure she'd yeah, take Chris yeah, Evans yeah. or Chris Hemsworth sure. or any of the Chris's. Yep. You're welcome. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. This is a ridiculous news story. Doug Ford, Premier of Ontario, got a bad haircut. <laughs> But there's a a reason I want to talk about this. So Doug Ford was doing a presser, and people noticed that he was sporting a new do, a different look, a lot shorter on the sides, shorter on the top. And Ford felt the need to explain what was going on with his hair. Every guy out there understands this. So you go into the barber. And I went down south for a few days, so I go into Walmart. I'm a cheap son of a gun, so I see the, you know, $15 haircut or whatever. I walk in there and, you know, I said, I, I just want a trim, just a little, little trim. And every guy knows what number they are. Number one, the lower you get, the more they take off their hair. So I'm about a number four. It's just, you know, a little bit of a trim. So I sit down in the chair, this guy grabs my hair like this and starts shaking. I'm thinking, you know, the problem was, Colin, 
He didn't speak English and I didn't speak Spanish. So all of a sudden he pulls out the shaver and zoom right across the thing. He must have used not even a one, a zero. And I said, Senor, like, look at, look what you did. One side's full, one side's not. So then I had to get the other side done. And needless to say, it cost me $26. I've never paid $26 for a haircut in my life. And I had to give the guy a $10 haircut. But anyway, he went right down to the concrete, as you can see there. It's, I'll tell you, I've, I've, I've never experienced anything in my life. It's the shortest haircut I've ever had. Well, as the kids would say, the haircut slaps. Oh, man. All it's right, going to take till August to grow this thing back. Senor. <laughs> Honestly, I know it's a funny story, but his haircut doesn't look that bad. I no. was expecting it would be way worse. I think it looks better now than yeah. it did before. I mean, I've seen all these tweets and I was like, oh, oh what do we got here? And I probably wouldn't have even noticed he got a haircut. Yeah, and... it doesn't look like a bad haircut. However, you know that I went uh, down to Florida with my six-year-old son mm-hmm. about three weeks ago, Jim. Yeah, yeah. My son needed a haircut. Uh-oh. Guess where we went? Not Walmart. We went, and my mom is like, well, there's a, I know there's a hairdresser's in the Walmart. I'm like, okay, well. Now, did no red flags go out? Like, there was nothing you thought this might be a problem? Is it because he's a little kid that you thought, how could, how could they screw it up? Yeah, okay. He's a kid. All he needs is, you know, take some off the side, give a nice fade up to, up to the hair on the top of his head. So he sits down in the chair. And this lady, she's a little scatterbrained, so out of the hop, I'm just getting a weird vibe from the the hairdresser. Um, She starts trimming, and I'm watching her, and, like, I felt like grabbing the clippers out of her hand and and just saying, I'll do it. Because it (laughs) was like she didn't know. It was the first time she'd ever cut a little boy's hair. Hmm. And she's, you know, going up to, I'm like, can you just fade it? Can you fade it? This is about four or five minutes into the haircut. I'm trying to explain. Fade it. Like, we want it short at the bottom and fade it up to the hair on the top of his head. And she said, well, I'm not a barber, so I'm not allowed to do stuff like that. I said, well, what, what the heck are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not a barber. It's like, then you don't cut. Is that, that just means you don't do boy haircuts? You can't do fades? Yeah. You don't know what a fade is? Or don't, if you don't do guys' haircuts, then don't do them. So she did, she finished, said, okay, what do you think? And it, the haircut was terrible. It was, you know, there's there's patches that are longer than other spots, and it looks, <laughs> hair's sticking up. He's got his cowlick sticking up at the back of his head. It looks awful. Hmm. But my son doesn't know. I'm like, Grayson, you like your haircut? He's like, yes, Daddy. I'm like, great. <laughs> so he gets out of the chair, and there were people in the waiting room. I thought about making a, a scene and, and saying, I'm not paying for this. It's a brutal haircut. But... I didn't, I just didn't, I was on vacation. I didn't feel like getting into an altercation. So I paid $21 American for that haircut. Mm -hmm. Then we went for lunch and I'm sitting across the table from Grayson looking at his haircut and it's driving me crazy. So we get back in the car after we eat and I'm like, buddy, guess what? We're going to get another haircut. He's like, why, Daddy? I'm like, because your haircut is brutal. The lady at Walmart butchered it. No offense. Your face is great. But we're going to Zeller's and we're going to fix this. No, we didn't. We went. I found the barber shop with the pole out front, you know, the candy stripe pole that's spinning, the old school barber shop. We went in there. Rudolfo was the gentleman's name. And I said, Rudolfo, we got an issue here. Did he say, 
Walmart. I see this all the time. Yes! Oh, my God. You took him to Walmart yeah, for a oh, haircut, didn't you? I got a feeling Rudolfo's got a mole in Walmart. He's <laughs> yeah. purposely cutting hair bad. So I said, Rudolfo, can you fix this? He's like, give me 15 minutes and we'll get him in the chair. So he got in the chair and, uh, and Rudolfo was like an artist. He took the time. He uh, he fixed it up real nice, best he could with the situation he was presented with, <laughs> and that cost me another thirty dollars. No US. way! <laughs> so now we're like upwards for a six-year-old's haircut. We're like eighty dollars Canadian. Yeah, yeah, that's like a year's budget. <laughs> I should have just gone to Walmart and bought clippers myself and shaved his head. <laughs> and Rudolfo was Spanish, by the way, Doug Ford. Just so you know. Yeah, you didn't drop any seniors? I said, thank you, senor. <laughs> and zoom, right across the thing. He must have used not even a one, a zero. And I said, senor. The Taz and Jim Podcast. So everyone's frustrated with Ticketmaster's dynamic pricing, right? They, mm-hmm. they jack up the prices of concert tickets based on demand. Well, concert goers, apparently, Jim, are fighting back by flying to Europe. To protest? <laughs> no, to go see concerts over there. This is, uh, this is being talked about a lot on social media. Um, people are saying that they're buying tickets to shows in Europe, paying way less for the tickets, and spending the rest on travel and hotel. And they're getting a way better experience and spending the same amount of money as you would to see these, the same artist perform in North America. That's crazy. So, for example, there's one influencer who claims they got floor seats to see Jay-Z and Beyonce in Paris back in 2018 for $92. Those same tickets in her hometown of Dallas would have cost $900 or more. Jeez, yeah, I've seen them up there for sure. Another woman says she paid $200 to see Beyonce in London, England. That ticket would have cost her $800 in the U.S. Man. Now, this does, if you've got, like, uh, frequent flyer miles, you know, travel card, whatever, hotel points, this would be an even better deal. Well, you also need a job like influencer where there's no rhyme or <laughs> yeah. reason where, where you, you, where you need to be anywhere at any time. Yeah. On Monday morning. Yeah, like you have to take seven <laughs> days off to go to the concert too. You got to add that in, but it wouldn't be a terrible idea though. I know uh, friends, including myself, I went uh, years ago. A bunch of uh, buddies and I flew down to Florida because my buddies love the Toronto Maple Leafs, and it was cheaper for us to fly to Florida. Totally. And go see them play the Panthers than it was to buy tickets to see them play in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I just, this whole strategy, it's like, hey, I gotcha. Take that Ticketmaster, but you're still spending a ton of money you didn't want to spend in the first place. So I get it in principle, but uh, more bang for your buck. Though. Yeah, no, I totally get And I, it's tempting to do it. Like, I, I'm going to England for my, uh, for my um, uh, honeymoon. I'm going to see how cheap we can get some tickets over there for. Because, like, soccer tickets are still super expensive, but maybe the concert tickets are cheap. Well, go to soccer games in North America. Now we're talking. And go to concerts in England. Mm -hmm. You're going to be saving so much money, buddy. It's all about the demand. (laughs) Yeah. I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, your peacock, cock. Time for sports. Devin Peacock is in studio with us. He's our sports guy. And there is a new jersey supplier 
for the NHL. Fans not too excited about it. Fans are quite upset. Uh, about Hold this. on a second, Dev. There's another screw up with this new console. I I there, was your microphone's on. I was wondering, should I push the button? Should I let you push the button? <laughs> I don't want to push the wrong button. We got it. We can hear you now. I used to be with it, then they changed what it was. Now I find it to be weird and scary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so NHL New Jersey provider. People are upset. Yes. So if you were to buy an NHL jersey right now, an official jersey, it would be made by Adidas. Everyone loves Adidas. No issues with Adidas. Starting in the future, though, 2024 and beyond, it's going to be Fanatics, who is the official jersey supplier for the NHL. Fanatics, aren't they just a website that sells different different brands' jerseys? Like they a are. Sailor? Yeah, pretty much. That's that's them. Uh, they've never before. This is the first time. So the first time always goes great uh, for the for for the first league. They are the, this is the first time they've made official jerseys for any pro sports league. They've always mm. done the knockoffs, and it's the knockoffs that people are thinking of right now because sometimes they don't fit well. They have like these weird foldable jerseys. Sometimes they they fall apart. Their t shirts. People don't like the product that Fanatics has made in the past. People do not like. And that product is now going to be the NHL's reality for the next 10 years. Well, you got to think they're going to up their game for the official. In like, you can't have jerseys with sleeves falling off. Or they better be way cheaper than they are right now. I don't want to spend 180 bucks on a jersey, but if they're 40 bucks and they're kind of cheap, then maybe I would, actually. Something tells me it's not going to be 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> damn it. Especially if Fanatics. I, I, so uh, I, I, they, I don't know what they paid for this, but they... Would have paid a pretty penny no for the. They had to outbid Nike and Reebok and Adidas. Adidas all yes. these guys, like there's uh, Under Armour, like all these other these uh, well-established companies that could have done this, and people would have been just fine. I think everyone kind of views uh, fanatics as uh, like when you go to Loblaws and you can buy the real Oreo cookies, or you can get the President's Choice <laughs> chocolate vanilla sandwich wafers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're kind of like, similar. It's like kind of like an Oreo, but it's just something yeah. a little off. If anybody inspects them closely at all, So these are like no-name jerseys. These are no-name jerseys. <laughs> and also, so what's going to happen in, in the interim is probably not much of a change, but starting in 26-27 is when they're going to start putting their own spin on the jersey. So what are they going to do to the jersey? We don't know. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and assume that they are going to up up their game for the official jersey. They have to. These are like uh, official jerseys. They're not some t-shirt for a fan to wear. Players need to have uh, a jersey that is up to the performance level of the jerseys they're wearing now. The concern I would have is like if I'm a player, probably no issues. Although, you know what? You never say never these days, right? The issue, I think, would be for the fans, and so like, are the fans going to get what the players get? Because that would be extremely expensive. Where's Gucci in all of this? Yeah. <laughs> Why isn't Gucci the official jersey supplier for the NHL? Sean Avery should be lobbying for this. He's a fashion <laughs> guy. Louis Vuitton yeah. should be the first official jersey supplier of the NHL. Imagine they did that, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> $9,000 per jersey? What a deal. Thanks, Dev. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Taz and Jim here with our producer, Hamilton producer, Ryan joining us. How you doing today, Ryan? You know, I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? We're decent. 
We're a little disappointed that we didn't get to try the Zeller's food truck yesterday like you did. It was parked in the, the Y108 parking lot in Hamilton. They specifically targeted that parking lot, hoping we would talk about Zeller's. Mission accomplished. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> yeah, so the Zeller's stores are all coming back uh, inside Hudson Bay stores across Ontario, across Canada, starting tomorrow. There's going to be one in the Burlington Mall, right, Rye? Yep, you got Burlington Mall, Penn Centre in St. Catharines as well. London, Ontario, you got White Oaks Mall. I didn't realize this. Did you know that Zeller's started in London, Ontario? Really? In 1928, Walter P. Zeller started That's the chain. Not his name. Walter P. Zeller, 100% his name, started the chain on Dundas Street in downtown London. It was an instant success, sparking him to sell it off to another retailer who renamed the stores and expanded to 14 other markets. And the, his other competition was a guy named Stephen L. Giant Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Wolko came into the picture. Back in 1931, check out this luck for Walter P. Zeller. Back in the Great Depression, the, the new Zellers failed, and Walter Zeller bought it back from them. Oh, snap. That's cool. That's so revenge. He made money yeah, yeah. by selling it off in the first place, and then he made money by buying it back when, Both ends. when everyone was suffering. Nice. Good job, Walter Zeller. <laughs> Uh, so you got these new Zellers discount areas opening up in the Bay stores, but also they're going to have the food truck to emulate the uh, the old Zellers diner that they used to have in all the department stores. And Ryan, you got to try some of the food yesterday. What did you scarf down? Uh, we had the Big Z burger and some uh, delicious fries as well, some bottled Coca-Cola. Okay. How would you and rate it? It was good. It, it was really good. I'd say, uh, like, if you've ever had a banquet burger at, uh, at a restaurant, uh, you know, it's a bit more of a large burger than you would expect from a fast food place. You got, uh, you know, some fresh toppings on top. There were pickle, pickles. You got the tomato. You got the onion. Uh, they had all, all the... The dressings on the side, mayo and Did it, did it taste good because there was any uh, nostalgia involved? Did it bring you back to a different time, or was it just kind of a good burger? Like, did it taste like it did back in the 90s? Did it taste like Zeller's? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, for me, I don't remember actually having an original uh, Zeller's burger just because, uh, like, uh, Zeller's was kind of at the tail end of its life when I was a kid there. Yeah. Uh, so, so this was kind of... You know, I, I was going in uh, not really thinking much about about the history of the burger, and I thought it was pretty good. Do you think Walter P. Zeller would approve? <laughs> you know, I would hope so. I hope he's as proud of the burger as much as the Costco guys are of their hot dog their deal. Hot dog, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. That hot dog deal at Costco is insane. $1.50 for a hot dog and... A Pepsi. Yeah, but when you walk out of there with $400 worth of stuff, it's a wash. <laughs> That's right. It's, pretty, it's not confusing at all. <laughs> Why they do it. Yeah. It's tough to go in there and only spend $1.50. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so you think people will, will uh, latch on to these Zeller's food trucks? You can see them being a success, Ryan? 
Oh, yeah. I could see myself stopping by just to, to try out the food truck, honestly. <laughs> How are the fries? What kind of fries are we talking? Do they, are they like chip wagon fries? or did they, Fresh cut? Do they seem like frozen run-of-the-mill? Uh, you know, they were pretty crispy. They, they might have been battered, but they had that nice, satisfying mm. fry crunch to them. Not a big battered fry guy. No? no. You're an OG oh, well, fresh cut, yeah. side of the highway yeah. type of fry guy? I like the greasy, uh, you know, like... Sure. Comes in the white dish. The blanched potatoes, dish. you know, yeah. the big buckets of the hand-cut oh, yeah. potatoes in the back room of the restaurant. They're pulling out, throwing into the animal fat in the fryer. Those are the best yeah. fries. The salt that's, like, too big. You know, like, the granules are huge. Yeah. Sometimes you get, like, a chunk of salt stuck between your teeth. <laughs> So good. <laughs> Save it for later. Okay, well, Ryan, it seems like a positive review of the Zeller's food truck. If people want to try it again, you got locations opening up in the Taz and Jim listening area tomorrow. Zeller's is back, baby. I want to see your peacock. Your peacock. Your peacock. Your peacock. Your peacock. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? It's time for sports. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is here. World Baseball Classic final last night. Dev, have you come around on this? You weren't really into it, but did you buy into the hype last night? I am still not a huge fan of the World Baseball Classic. As always happens with the WBC, I talk about it in the morning, and then I forget about it later in the day. So, like, I had a buddy of mine uh, text me last night, said he's going to watch uh, Japan, United States, and I forgot that the final was on, even though we talked about it yesterday. Not I high watched, on your priority list. Not high on my priority list. I watched a little bit of the game. It was a good game. It was a tight game. It definitely had a playoff atmosphere, and even though I am not a huge fan of it, the players like it. The players have already uh, said they want to do it again. Again in 2026, it's being confirmed for 2026. 2026 will be the 20th anniversary of the World Baseball Classic, so it is here to stay. As it's for the every game, three years, every three years. Now they didn't hmm. do it in 2020 because of uh, uh, something know. that happened. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I saw some numbers of viewing numbers, and I think one more group might be happy. The advertisers. I heard there was upwards of like 30 million people watching this game. Yeah, I mean when you uh, factor in, you know. But, the international audience, I mean, the Japan-South Korea game had 70 million people Holy. watching it at times. So, I mean, there are huge audiences for this. I just can't get into it. I'm sorry. I, I, I tried, but it was a good game last night. It was a fantastic game. And the winners? Japan, 3-2 over the United States. And it came down to Shohei Otani against Mike Trout. With the for the final out of the game, and Otani obviously struck out Trout uh, to win the game for Japan. So it was Angel versus Angel. It was the matchup everybody wanted to well, that see. Sounds awesome, Dev. Yeah. Why do you have a bee in your bonnet over this thing? <laughs> I just get uh, on the wagon. Uh, did, did we get the audio? We got to find it. Do you have the audio of the J- Japanese uh, commentators when Japan won? Love it. Here it comes. Well, congratulations to Japan. 
Domo Origato. <laughs> that's, that's all I know. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. If you saw pictures of Donald Trump running from the New York City police yesterday online, they were fake. <laughs> Somebody did the, the AI generated, and it's crazy how good these AI generated photos are. Yeah. It's scary good. It's 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 as good as anybody on Photoshop could do it. Yeah, and 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 they create them in like minutes, multiple right? versions too. Yeah. So somebody uh, created AI generated images of Donald Trump being chased down the street and manhandled by the New York uh, Police Department, and people were buying it. They're like, "Wow, I can't believe Trump tried to get away like that." Uh, your first cue that they were fake is he was running. <laughs> Yeah, unless he was a motorized scooter, he's not moving anywhere fast. The fastest you've ever seen Donald Trump move. Um, But yeah, they were not real. Trump was not arrested yesterday, even though on the weekend he truth socialed that he expected to be arrested on Tuesday, which was yesterday. It did not happen. Uh, Didn't see any major protests. Did you, Jim? No, I I think I saw a few people outside some courthouse or someplace he might have been expected but it was like four or five people with trump signs nothing crazy yeah uh i read that a lot of the uh, the hardcore trump supporters aren't gonna protest because they think that this is just a big plan uh to get them all arrested so they think it's a trap that was set by the democrats they're gonna arrest trump to get all the trump supporters out in the streets and then they're gonna arrest them all Hmm. But then Trump would have been the one who would have started this ball rolling. Or they used him. <laughs> or they, they they used him. He was just a pawn in the game. Oh, so they're boy. nervous to get out there and protest because they think it's a trap. I don't know. You know, take everything you read on the internet with a grain of salt. Like one of those big grains of salt that can get, get stuck, stuck in, in your yeah, teeth. Yeah, yeah, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> this is all because of the uh, payments, trying to write off those payments that he made to Stormy Daniels to keep her quiet about the affair. That'll be fun to see a mugshot. Sure. You know, celebrity mugshots, those are always classic. Yeah, I hope he goes the Nick Nolte route. <laughs> Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, don't hair sleep. everywhere. <laughs> and here we go. It is the Taz and Jim Small Town Tournament of 64, trying to determine what is the greatest small town in our listening area. Jim, we got some big matchups going on today. That's right, Taz. Kamoka versus Cayuga is kicking things off here. Kamoka, that's where we want to go. Way down in Kamoka, home to a beautiful new arena with two NHL-sized rinks Ooh. and all the amenities, the ultra-modern Kamoka Wellness Center will have you saying, is this why hockey registration is so freaking expensive? <laughs> They're taking on Cayuga this morning, which is impossible not to want to say it like this. Cayuga! Both Marty McSorley and Ray Emery grew up playing hockey in Cayuga, and it's home the Cayuga, and it's home of the Cayuga Speed. I mean, the Toronto Motorsports Park Cayuga. That's where the drag races happen now. And hey, before a bunch of conservative protesters show up, drag strip is not what it sounds like. Jeez, relax. 
In the next end of the uh, bracket, we have Glencoe versus Watford. What, or Glencoe, Ontario is home of the LCBO, where those two guys drove their car into the front of it to steal $200 worth of booze about a week ago. The liquor store has been closed ever since for about a week, and locals are saying it's been more challenging than two years of COVID. They're against Watford, Ontario this morning. Watford is the type of town that gets mad that a Tim Hortons is, is being built, then three years later, their entire economy and social life revolves around it. <laughs> Don't forget to take a gander at the lovely water tower with the town's favorite saying emblazoned above it, above the town, careful, that's your cousin. <laughs> it says that on the water it tower. It does, Watford, careful, that's your cousin, I think. <laughs> Those are the eyes popping out of the head at the family reunion. <laughs> Grand Ben versus Elsie Craig. Grand Ben, Ontario, a.k.a. Jersey Shore North. Interesting fact, they say 90% of the Grand Ben landfill is Coleman coolers people accidentally left behind at the Pinery Campground. <laughs> if you have ever wondered what it would be like if Donald Trump was a drunk who owned a bar, go to Coco's Bar in Grand Bend. It's if you God. know, you know. Is it? They Thank God. Good riddance. <laughs> Grand Bend just went up four points in my book. <laughs> They're taking on Elsie Craig this morning. If you're wondering where all the people are from that are excited about the return of Zellers, they're from Elsie Craig. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot going on in Elsie Craig. Not a lot of people's first choice to move to, but it is a nice town, quiet, very affordable, which is why the local real estate board slogan is settle for Elsie Craig. Strathroy versus New Hamburg is in the other bracket this morning. New Hamburg, Ontario is right next to rival town, New Hot Dog, Ontario. <laughs> have you ever been to New Hamburg before, Taz? I have not. Well... Do you like towns that smell like dog food? No? Then hold your breath through New Hamburg. Just kidding. There was a feed mill right downtown that did smell kind of funny, but it is no longer a feed mill in New Hamburg. They are turning it into apartments. Hmm. Also, the old manure pit will be turned into a wave pool. <laughs> Strathroy, Ontario is their competitor this morning, also known as Strath Vegas, baby. There's no casino in Strath Vegas, but there is a pretty popular 50-50. It's called dating someone from Strathroy. It's a coin flip if there'll be an absolute beauty or a total psycho. Next time you're in Strath Vegas, play responsibly. <laughs> yeah, I am shocked you didn't know Coco's in, in Grand Bend is no more. I thought it was like a vampire. Like you thought it would go away and it come, comes back from the grave, yeah. but it's officially gone. Just like the uh, dog food factory in... Uh, New Hamburg. New Hamburg. You also were better off holding your breath walking through Coco's. Yeah. Now it's no longer an issue. <laughs> if you want to vote for your favorite small town and help us uh, determine what is the greatest small town in the Taz and Jim listening area, you can do that all day long. Tell your friends, tell your family to go to Taz and Jim on Instagram. Click on our stories and vote there. Good luck.